From the earliest black and white silent films to today's big budget visual spectacles, the evolution of film has enhanced the viewing experience in many ways. But no matter the time or the place a movie is released, inspirations will always be drawn from other movies of the past. Let's take a journey in the time travel theater. Hello everyone, thanks for joining me today. My name is Jimmy Murphy, and this is the first episode of Time Travel Theater, the podcast that reviews and compares two films from two different decades. Today we're traveling to faraway galaxies to talk about two films that each redefined movie making with relatable, lovable characters set in worlds beyond imagination. From 1977, we have the original Star Wars written and directed by George Lucas, the movie that not only changed the future of cinema, but impacted lives around the world and pop culture as a whole. Jumping ahead nearly 40 years later came the release of Guardians of the Galaxy, written and directed by James Gunn, which arguably had just as big of an impact on audiences and pop culture as Star Wars did and still remains to. So, for those listening who haven't seen either of these movies, either you're not into sci-fi or comics or maybe just movies in general aren't your thing, but the truth is, these are two movies that transcend the stereotypes of dry, technology-driven, hard sci-fi and cheesy, over-the-top fantasy. Both Star Wars and Guardians are movies that can be enjoyed across generations. So, with that said, for the sake of those listening who haven't seen one or either of these films, but still plan on seeing them sometime hopefully soon, I'll be sizing up these two movies spoiler-free. Just a quick note on the title for Star Wars. Many fans and casual movie followers most likely recognize the original Star Wars film with the subtitle Episode 4, A New Hope, even though it's the first released. The reason being, long story short, is after the surprise phenomenon that Star Wars was in 1977, it led to the production of the first sequel. During this time, Lucas was already planning three more stories he wanted to film that took place before the first Star Wars. So commercially, the numbers were ignored in the titles of the original three Star Wars films, but still noted in the opening title crawl of the sequels Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi as Episode 5 and Episode 6, respectively. So in 1981, after the release of Empire, the original Star Wars was re-released with the title Episode 4, A New Hope, long before Episodes 1, 2, and 3 were even released implying to audiences that there are more stories to be told, while arguably complicating and confusing things in the process. Getting started, I just want to give a brief plot summary of each movie. Star Wars tells a story set a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. We follow Luke Skywalker as he embarks on the classic hero's journey, leaving an isolated life as a farmhand on the desert planet of Tatooine to join forces with the Rebel Alliance in attempts to rescue Princess Leia from the evil Darth Vader. Along the way, he is trained by Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi, accompanied by droid C-3PO and R2-D2, and the smuggler pilot Han Solo with his trusted Wookiee co-pilot, Chewbacca, all while attempting to save the galaxy from the Galactic Empire's world-destroying space station, the Death Star. Fast forward 37 years, we have the release of Guardians of the Galaxy, a story that draws parallels to Star Wars' plot outline. Set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Guardians follows a ragtag crew of intergalactic rebels fighting to save a planet from the threat of a superpowered Dark Lord. Peter Quill from Earth, or preferably Star-Lord, steals a mysterious orb in the far reaches of outer space. Now the main target of a manhunt, 
Quill is forced to create an uneasy alliance with a group of extraterrestrial misfits, Gamora, Drax, Rocket, and Groot. Staying on the topic of these characters, the similarities between both franchises are impossible to miss. Both Star Wars and Guardians focus on a young, unproven hero and a band of unlikely allies. Peter Quill becomes the successor of both Luke Skywalker, the fatherless chosen one, and Han Solo, the lovable outlaw. Whether it's Luke Skywalker or Peter Quill, an impossible task stands before both men in saving the galaxy. Like Han Solo, Quill is usually on the wrong side of the law, but uses bravery and a sense of humor to talk his way out of trouble. With Luke Skywalker and Peter Quill both deemed as the saviors to their respective galaxy, the next step in their journey is to eventually recognize that they can't compete their mission alone. Each hero recruits several essential and lovable characters for their journey, leaving the better ensemble cast up to debate. In Guardians, we also have Groot, the walking tree, who is quickly becoming as beloved as Chewbacca, the walking carpet. Each of these characters are large creatures that communicate in expressive ways without actually talking. When Chewbacca growls, grunts, or roars, Han Solo knows what he's saying, even though no one else around them does. Groot is very similar to Chewbacca, except instead of growling, he simply says, I am Groot. Groot speaks his one phrase in very expressive ways, which generally convey what he's thinking. The duo of Rocket, the wise-cracking raccoon, and Groot and Guardians can also be compared to the strong bond of C-3PO and R2-D2 the droid duo in Star Wars. Gamora's character in Guardians can also draw comparisons to Star Wars Princess Leia. Both characters are strong females with a commanding presence. Leia and Gamora are equally sharp-witted warriors who are unafraid to speak their mind, even when confronted by powerful figures. Both characters fight for freedom through strategically planned methods. The difference between the two is Gamora is much more aggressive and ruthless due to her willingness to kill without restraint. Princess Leia, like Gamora, is fierce, outspoken, and headstrong, but is also committed to her homeworld of Alderaan's pacifistic values. Despite that, Leia still has a fiery temper she often struggles to control, always eager to prove herself and be recognized for what she's capable of. Touching on the themes of both of these movies, at the core of both Star Wars and Guardians, the battle for galactic conquest in both universes is an epic ongoing battle between good and evil. Like the Star Wars franchise, Guardians of the Galaxy can easily be seen as the new 21st century space opera. With Guardians, however, the style definitely leans more towards a comedy, with each character showing moments of comical quirks that lends a certain irresistible charm to the movie's tone. And again, both galaxies contain the same essential thing, lovable, identifiable heroes facing overwhelming odds. Now, the visuals for each movie were pretty groundbreaking. Nothing makes for a great sci-fi series like spectacular visuals and special effects. When Star Wars was released in 1977, very little advancement had been made to special effects in film since the 1950s. George Lucas wanted Star Wars to look unlike any movie people had ever seen before, but he had to accomplish this on a small budget. When Star Wars was released, CGI had not been invented. There was no green screen or blue screen. Lucas had to use all practical special effects with the skill and talent of artists who would paint in the backgrounds of scenes with incredible detail. This technique is known as matte painting and is still used today in movies and TV. It involves creating a lifelike backdrop that is then placed behind the foreground. Lucas brought together a group of experts, engineers, and college students to create what would become Industrial Light and Magic, or ILM, to oversee the special effects for his films. Eventually, ILM would develop computer-generated special effects, which would go on to become important parts of future movies, such as Jurassic Park, the Harry Potter films, 
the Terminator films, and eventually Marvel's Cinematic Universe. From the computer division of ILM, a graphics department was developed, which was eventually spun off and sold to Steve Jobs. That spun off graphics department would become Pixar. So we can also thank Star Wars for movies like Toy Story. Guardians of the Galaxy, of course, does boast CGI-filled frenzies, with fighter jet skirmishes that reminisce the various, elaborate spaceship showdowns in Star Wars. However, when comparing the 2014 Guardians to the 1977 Star Wars, the aerial sequences in Guardians arguably best their predecessor in terms of aesthetics, creativity, and overall hectic momentum. Whether it's Quill using a small flying pod, a la 2001 A Space Odyssey, to literally enter and control a larger enemy jet, or an entire space fleet forming a thousand-ship connected energy beam net to stop the enormous enemy ship from landing on the planet's surface, advancements in technology and special effects have come a long way between Star Wars and Guardians, so it is difficult to compare the two. Sound would be one of the most important components of Star Wars, with a soundtrack composed by John Williams that instantly became iconic. Also, the movie had a big ace in the hole with Dolby Stereo. In order to play Star Wars, theaters had to have a Dolby system set up, or they wouldn't be allowed to book it. Not that there was any great demand for the movie before its release, because Fox could only get the film in 35 theaters on opening day, May 25th. In Guardians, the soundtrack is comprised of 70s pop radio hits, which perfectly encapsulate the style of his feel-good movie. And, of course, the music the audience hears throughout the film is the same music Quill listens to on his appropriately titled Awesome Mixtape, which was given to him as a child while still on Earth, acting as his last memories of Earth and his mother. So, who does the space opera better? Without the genre-defying, groundbreaking movie that is Star Wars, there might never have been a Guardians of the Galaxy. Even though Guardians is based on Marvel Comics and is part of a shared universe with an overlapping story arc, the movie owes a ton of debt to the sci-fi movie that started it all by shattering expectations in 1977. George Lucas reinvented the genre with Star Wars, mixing sci-fi with fantasy, writing relatable, identifiable characters, and setting a story in faraway galaxies that still felt like home. That's a wrap for this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to the first episode of Time Travel Theater. Until next time.